0: Today on Abbey Eats St. Louis, we're gearing up for Taste of St. Louis. It's back downtown this year. It's happening this weekend. In the midst of all the madness leading up to it, we were able to convince one chef to take a few minutes out of her schedule to answer five burning
1: questions. Here's our conversation. Okay, my name is Donna Bakers, and I am the owner of Simply Cooking with Donna. Um, we, we began as a catering company um, about 21 years ago, um, and I was doing catering, you know, just for the fun of it, because it was fun cooking and serving others seemed to be fun to me. Um, it branched off. Um into um, me being a head of a large ministry at my local church. And I had like 35 people working up under me. Um, And then it branched off into um, one day, I just create, I packaged my seasoning. The seasonings that I always use, um, I just went ahead and packaged them. They became a hit. And then a dear friend of mine, Stephen, who has passed away now, he had told me, he said, Donna, why don't you write a cookbook? And I said, oh, okay, I'll write a cookbook, you know? And so I wrote the cookbook. It was a hit. Um, I self-published it myself. Um, We began to do more. We were requested at like different events. You know, people were wanting me to come to their church and be the head of their culinary ministry. And I'm like, no, I can't do that because at that time I still had a full-time job because my actual occupation is a nurse. So I was doing my nursing, doing the culinary scene. I had went back to culinary school. And so it just branched off. It's what I found that I love. So what
0: do you think is the secret ingredient to Simply Cooking with Donna? And I'm not asking you to give away any recipe secrets okay, here. Okay, okay, <laughs> What is it about what you do that you think connects with people so much?
1: I think that the secret ingredient is simply just love. Having a love for people first, and then having a love for the craft. Because cooking is an art, you know, um, and you have to love it. You have to prepare for it, you know, with time you have to have patience. It's just like a baby. And so you have to nurture it. um, And it just develops over time who you become. And I have a um, idea is that I love to serve people, but with love. Um, And that's what I strive to do in everything.
0: When you're sitting down and coming up with a recipe, you're trying to determine what to cook, Mm -hmm. what flavors... Backgrounds, regions, foods inspire
1: you? Okay, so um, my dad um, was a um, sharecropper. And so they were poor, but he always told us that they always ate well. So my mom was born in St. Louis, and they were poor as well, and they didn't eat well. But my dad being a sharecropper, um, he loved to cook, my grandmother loved to cook. And he introduced that cooking to my mother. My mother then took that cooking skill and my dad stopped cooking. You know, he taught her and then he didn't cook anymore. Smart man. (laughs) Right, right. right. So I think he had a a plan in that all the time. But my mom, I'm the youngest of nine children. And so my mom cooked breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we had snacks. And we didn't eat out much because... We, she cooked, you know, back then in the 60s and the 70s. There wasn't all the restaurant hopping, you know, like we do now. Um, and so my mom and I were really close. And she would be in the kitchen and I would be with her. She never formally taught me any of the recipes. Somehow I just remembered them. And once I became adult, became an adult, um, she one day asked me, how do you know how to cook? And I honestly couldn't answer the question other than just from watching her. And she would be like, how do you know the recipes? It was just in my mind just from watching her prepare. So um, when I think of my recipes and my form of cooking, it really has a soul food twang to it. Um, But we we do also offer, cuisine that is um fair for everyone um but it does have that flirt to it you know the seasonings and the love and the um just the overall feel of um a nourishing meal
0: you're telling me about a little bit about how you got to this point how you kind of got started making mm-hmm. simply cooking with donna mm-hmm. a thing
1: right. what's next so what's next with Simply Cooking Madonna? In the time of uncertainty with COVID and the havoc that's been wreaked um, up on um, rest- on the restaurant industry and food service industry, um, we actually won a great surprise. So in February of 2021, I opened a STL to go restaurant downtown. At the very same time, I was being informed that I was a winner of a contest that I just arbitrarily entered. You know, it was um, Samara Road in the city of Hazelwood. So I just completed the application, hit send, and thought no more about it. Honestly, no more about it. I never told anyone. I just thought no more about it. Well, COVID hit, and everything slowed down. January of this year, I get an email that said, you're a finalist. And I said, finalist of what? (laughs) And then I'm reading and I'm saying, oh, I forgot about that. So it said, you're one of 12 finalists. So I said, oh, okay. Still never expecting to win. I get another email to say they wanted to do like a short tank interview. I said, okay. So we had a Shark Tank interview. They gave me some heavy questions and I I felt good about the interview though, but I still never imagined that I would win. And so what exactly do you win with this contest? What you win is you you win a complete build out of a new restaurant. You win $10,000 in um, a grant for $10,000 to help cover the appliances that you need along with the build out. So that's huge for a brand new restaurant, a complete kitchen build out, Um, and then the additional $10,000. I was blown away. I still am blown away today. So that's underway, construction is underway. And I'm so thankful, um, but I just had set it on the shelf. And never thought no more about it, but here I am. So um blown away by I was the winner.
0: That's unbelievable. You are getting ready to have a restaurant, like a yes, brand right. newly built out restaurant Hazelwood. That's
1: fantastic. Yes, it's going to be built out to my specifications. Um, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah. Wow. Thank the you. fact that you won that. Congratulations. Thank That's- you. That's awesome. And of course, you know, in the, and when,
1: by the way, would that be opening? Do you know yet? October the 15th is our grand reopening because we had the restaurant downtown St. Louis STL to go. So we closed that down to focus on the new. Um, And so um, that's where we're at October the 15th um, for our grand reopening.
0: Fantastic. And before that, so you're a busy, busy lady, because even before that, mm-hmm. in the near future, what's next is you guys are going to be, you're going to be at Taste of St. Louis this
1: weekend. Wow. And that was unexpected too. Now, uh, I've had a lot of unexpected things this year. Um, that was unexpected because with the Taste of St. Louis, would it be in such a large platform? I did the same thing, put the application in. I said, hmm, I want hear back. And I heard back and said, you're welcome to Restaurant Row. And I said, uh-huh. <laughs> and I said, well, you, is, I sent back, I said, is this email saying that I've been accepted to Restaurant Row? And I said, <laughs> yes, that's that's it. And I was blown away again. So we're so excited to be on this platform amongst some of the biggest restaurants um and we want to have put our best foot forward uh, we want this to be seamless and effortlessly and we want to be able to serve the public with our whole hearts
0: and you'll be able to introduce yourself to a lot of folks and be able to tell
1: them guess what if you like this here in yes. october you can come up and <laughs> visit us us, yes. absolutely absolutely so i'm just so excited so much is going on um I'm truly blessed to have all of these things happen. Um, And especially to be, you know, the winner of the restaurant and then to be on on the platform of Taste of St. Louis. I couldn't ask for a better year. Yeah,
0: This means that this next question should be pretty easy for you. uh, If you're spending some time counting your blessings lately, what are you in life and in business most thankful for right now?
1: in life and in business i'm most thankful for um the gift to be able to serve so i serve people whether at the restaurant um, i serve the homeless population i that's who i am and i'm thankful for that gift um, that is in my heart to do that Um, i'm thankful for the opportunity although i had a lot it hasn't been easy Um, There's been a lot of bumps um, with sickness, with financials, but here I still stand because for some reason I just never gave up and I'm thankful that whatever is in me that is there because I could have folded a long time ago, but I'm thankful that I did not.
0: My last question for you, Donna, is I know it's a little early in the morning right now, but let's pretend it's lunchtime or dinner time, Or you know what? If you want to serve breakfast, that works, too. If you were to make a meal for the two of us to sit down and eat right now, what would you
1: make? So for us to eat, and I know you like spices because you told me. Yes. We would have one of my fried chicken dinners. I hate the bowls, but... Fried chicken is what Simply Cooking with Donna does, and we do it well. And I, it's, just, it's just a fact. It's just a fact. Um, we would have fried chicken, smothered cabbage, maybe some mac and cheese, sweet potatoes. Um, we could have some salad if that fits in with the meal. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we would have a dessert, but our fried chicken is so delicious. You love it. You would absolutely love it.
0: That sounds so good. My stomach is grumbling right now. Uh, Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to see you this weekend. I know a lot of other people are going to be excited to stop by and visit you this weekend. Congratulations on everything you have going on right now. Busy, busy lady. And thanks for taking a few minutes to sit down and chat with me.
1: No, thank you for having me. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you Friday, Saturday or Sunday.
0: So, if you want to get a taste of Simply Cooking with Donna, or once again, of course, any of the other. 22 other places that are going to be a ballpark village this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You are going to want to be at Taste of St. Louis. Uh, Dory almost, and I are in the booth talking about it. We've been talking about Taste of St. Louis for quite some time, and it's exciting that it is finally here. So the dirty details, of course, it is happening September 24th through 26th. On Friday, it's kind of a happy hour type event. It doesn't start till 4 p.m., but then Saturday, it's 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., so you can eat Multiple meals there, and Sunday, September 26th, also 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and we've got a story on this online as well, right, Dory? Yeah, kstk.com. If you go to the Ask Seen on TV
2: section, we have a full list of participating vendors and just about everything you need to know
0: about the event this weekend. And there you will also be directed to the podcast episode we did uh, with the folks behind Taste of St. Louis. Just kind of catching up with them on how they wound up picking that location up, Ballpark Village. What they've been up to in the past two years, really. Really, We've yeah. been waiting for this to happen and what they're most excited about looking forward to this year's festival. So make sure you check that out. All right, we got some food news, Dory. Um, and I'm pretty excited about this first one even though there's a question mark behind it
2: yeah so it's not totally ironed out yet but it's looking like forehands might be moving not moving but adding a location in St. Louis County they're ex- considering expanding to downtown Kirkwood I looked it up on the map this it's a prime location right by a lot of great restaurants and retail stores there they're looking at this spot that is ha- that has a caboose attached, so talk about character. <laughs> uh, could be a really cool part of their design that they're thinking about. City officials said that Forehand is essentially looking to build a large beer and food garden. So this would have covered seating outside with garage doors that open and close, so you can enjoy the different seasons that we have. And then there will be some indoor seating too, but Sounds like it could be a really cool addition to downtown Kirkwood, a beer garden there. I, I, You can't have enough beer gardens in St. Louis, I think.
0: I agree. And I also know that that kind of fits the Forehands brand because yes. they don't really have like a beer garden space at their current place downtown, mm-hmm. but they often participate in outdoor events and those kind of things. So I feel like that's something that would just be a natural fit. Yes, And I mean, it, it, it's a good look. Downtown Kirkwood is just bustling. Mm-hmm. I'm not a realtor, but if I were, I'd be like. Downtown Kirkwood's where it's at. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of real estate, unfortunately, we have a couple places that are closing right now and some properties that will be open, open, I guess you could say.
2: Yeah. So a couple that have really struck a chord with our audience this week. Barcelona announced last week that this coming Saturday, it's going to be their last day after 19 years in Clayton. The tapas restaurant is known for small plates and paella and sangria. They didn't give a reason for closing, but they did encourage everyone to stop by for one final salute.
0: That one makes me sad. I know. Many like fun friend dinners with friends mm-hmm. at that spot. So hopefully they, again, we, we say this often, but cheers to whatever comes next for those folks.
2: Yes. And then this one was also bittersweet. So Jefferson's restaurant, which is in Belleville, closed this week after 15 years they didn't really give a specific reason for closing, but said they did struggle during the pandemic. If you're looking for a silver line here, yeah. there is a little bit of one. So they were supposed to close this past Tuesday. They ended up closing one day early because they ran out of food. The, the community came out and supported them so much. They ran out of food and had to close up on Monday.
0: That is always a good thing to see, that people are reminded of how much they love a place. Just also, though, here's your friendly reminder to keep supporting these restaurants, even in good times. That way we don't have to see... Them close exactly. Not that it's anybody's fault, but it's, it's one of those storylines we hear is that people love the place, but then they hadn't eaten there in years. Mm-hmm. We have places like that in our oh, own yeah. lives. You know, it's everybody's guilty of it. Just remember to uh, diversify the places you visit, and that way we can help keep a lot of these places open, or at least show them some support. Yes. Halloween, We are talking about it, and it's funny because just this morning I was thinking, ok, i was I'm refusing to put up pumpkins until October first <laughs> outside on the patio. But I'm going to have to take, like my tropical plants in now because mm-hmm. it's starting to get cool. So I'm a little bit getting into spooky season mood early. Kind of dipping your toe in there a, a little, little bit.
2: bit. Well, we can get you a little bit more in the mood for, it, especially for those up in St. Charles County. We got a Halloween pop-up bar and Haunted Trail coming your way. It's going to be called the Ghoul House. It's at the Public Schoolhouse in Cottleville. So you can start with a two-hour reservation at the Ghoul House to enjoy drinks, and then you can head out to the Haunted Trail. So they said that this year's event is a little bit longer. The trail is longer than it was last year, and the best part here is that all proceeds benefit Cottleville firefighters. And if you're not really in the mood for the pop-up, bar aspect of it you can just do the trail too can you do the pop-up bar and not do the trail <laughs> probably if you don't want to be spooked <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would need a drink after the trail yeah
0: yeah I love like you know walking around and that kind of stuff in the crisp fall air and pumpkin patch picking but once things get like scary I like spooky I don't like scary
2: oh I like I'll, I'll take scary but I'm such a chicken about it too I wish we had um I was talking about this last weekend haunted corn mazes I did one in college
0: at night where you just use flashlights to go through and it was so fun that's absolutely something you would have to pay me to I'd still (laughs) say no actually I'd probably still say no you start one why not oh yeah maybe Um, let me just call up Eckert's hey (laughs) you guys can double this up at night it's spooky
1: during Uh, the day
0: it's for kids I'll tell you this right now if it comes out I'm gonna say that the story's idea Um here is an idea that I don't know if it's spooky or scary or just plain disgusting or <laughs> what. I have thoughts. I have I, thoughts about this. Okay, this I'm
2: here I'm here for this. So Happy Apples, which is a company in Franklin County, they're rolling out a new sweet treat with some heat this fall. It's a caramel apple rolled in peanuts that are dusted in red hot ripplets seasoning. Mm. 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 Okay. I'll let Mm. you think on that. So here's how they came up with that idea. A couple workers were fighting over a bag of chips. And then after they were done, they were like, okay, well, what do we do with this? Let's, as (laughs) a joke, crumble up some red hot riplets chips and roll some apples in them. They loved it, but they wanted to bring it to people uh, all over St. Louis. They thought it would be a hit, but the chips would get stale after a couple of days. So they tried to figure out how else can we do this? So they called up our friends at Old Vienna, I see you wearing your Red Hot Ripplet shirt today. I am wearing my Red today. Hot Ripplet shirt today. <laughs> um, so they called up our friends over there, and they sent over a 25-pound thing of <laughs> Red Hot Ripplet seasoning. So they put it to use and dusted the peanuts in that instead.
0: I feel like our friends at Old Vienna have not seen an invention with Red Hot Ripplet seasoning that they are, they'll are. they say no to. I feel I feel like agree. it's... It, The only reason I'm concerned, or I don't know, because I love red hot rippled seasoning on almost everything. The only reason I'm weirded out by this one is the peanuts, actually. Mm, Because I feel like that, like if it was just something sweet plus the spicy, maybe, but the nuttiness, Mm. that being said, I would try that. I would totally try it. Yeah, you're like mouthwatering over here. I'm ready for it. (laughs) So
2: it's going to be coming to Schnook stores starting this Friday. They're going to have it throughout September and October and maybe even into November. So if there's a run on them at first just keep checking your Snook store.
0: I will check it out when I have to go grocery shopping this weekend. In the meantime, though, thinking about what we're going to eat next week, what's the best thing you had to eat this week, Dory? So it took a little weekend
2: trip up to Chicago with a couple friends. She Um, can't stay
0: still, folks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was a nice little weekend trip up there. Um, We, a girlfriend and I, went to this restaurant called Avec, and first off, it was Perfect patio weather in Chicago right now. The weather was nice and crisp. It almost felt like fall there, but really sunny. Um, but the wind kind of cut a little bit through you where you're like, okay, I need a jacket. Yeah. And fall is on the way. Because it's Chicago, yeah. Exactly. A windy city. A windy city. Um so AVEC, it's a, a small plate Mediterranean kind of place. We got a bunch of different plates. Um I remember really liking the charred carrots that they had. It had a really good sauce that came with it. But I think my favorite thing we got just this pepperoni pizza. It was um, wood-fired, you know, one of those small little ones where the the crust around the outside is nice and crisp and burnt a little bit. Um, it had a burrata cheese with a chili honey on it that I thought was really good. And you know
0: how I feel about burrata cheese. Mm, the uh, big old glob of
2: cheese. Yes, the big old <laughs> glob of cheese. So I wish I wouldn't have stuffed myself on all of the appetizers because I ended up only having room for one piece of pizza but it was really good and then mm. we finished off the meal with a chocolate baklava that
0: was super tasty. Oh that, sounds, yeah. really that, that sounds really good. That sounds really good. It's funny because you know you did an actual vacation to Chicago. Um I was joking that I was doing a county vacation this weekend because <laughs> everything I did was out in St. Louis County or in because I live in the city in St. Louis County or in St. Charles County and sometimes on weekends especially I can be very like I'm just staying in the. City this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um but the I want to give first an honorable mention to the espresso martini at Olive and Oak. And <gasps> if you haven't been to the new space, I hadn't been since they'd redone all the stuff not for dine in and I just went for drinks this time and the espresso martini it's not too sweet. It's smooth and it was a delicious Friday evening drink. But what was very sweet was the Cyborg's sweet tooth cookie that I got on Sunday. (laughs) So we got together for my cousin's birthday and we went to the Cyborgs on Dorset where they have like this secret patio that if you don't know it's there, you wouldn't, because I've been into that Cyborgs a billion times, I had no idea they had this nice patio Mm -hmm. around the back. Um, We're there during the Chiefs game and so a lot of people apparently know about it and my family wound up hanging out for longer than we anticipated so we ordered multiple rounds of dessert and... um, Nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong, it was perfect and this is a chocolate chip cookie. It's their classic like restaurant, bar, dessert, the chocolate chip cookie drizzled with vanilla ice cream, chocolate, caramel syrup, topped with whipped cream and a cherry. Mm -hmm. The only suggestion I would make is order yours maybe with light or less whipped cream. Um, But we ordered like six for the table (laughs) um, and I ordered my own. <laughs> I was and it is it was just really good and it just kind of reminded me of like simpler times you know what i mean i'm just kind of like you know back when you used to just get like the little uh, it's like griddle, whatever you call it, the, you know. The the melty chocolate chip the cookie. The melty chocolate and, chip cookie. It's yeah. classic, but it is so good, and it was delicious for a Sunday afternoon. I'm always down
2: for a dessert like that, like a cookie or a brownie with ice cream on top. That's all I need.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that and so much more. A Taste of St. Louis this weekend, which tops, of course, the weekend planner for the first weekend of fall, mm-hmm. as Doran reminded me, September 24th through 26th. Um, of course, we got to mention That's a great option for you on your Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But if you're looking for a little something different or just something else to do on top of Taste of St. Louis, this Friday through Sunday is also St. Charles Oktoberfest. This is always a really fun event, Mm -hmm. too. There's so many good things happening all around St. Louis this weekend. It's in Frontier Park in historic downtown St. Charles, uh, my old stomping grounds. Friday's the opening ceremony. Saturday is the wiener dog contest. Oh. I love those. Mia qualifies. My dog say, Mia qualifies. Mia mm-hmm, she's, she's half dachshund. Um, there's a brat eating contest, which I think Ronnie, the other dog, would love to qualify <laughs> for. A stein holding contest, which makes my arms so we're just thinking about it. And then Sunday they're having both a 5K and a 10K race, a car show, and live music all weekend. And... Of course, plenty of food and beer to go around uh, this Friday through Sunday in St. Charles. And then if you're looking for something in the city on Saturday, the Tower Grove Pride Festival is
2: getting underway. There's going to be more than 200 booths. There will be nonprofits there, small businesses, artists, crafters, all kinds of people you can get out and support. It's going to be a little bit more spread out throughout the park this year, they said, but I think it's mostly going to be on the eastern edge of Tower Grove. There'll be live music on two small stages, and then they also have one amphitheater stage more than 30 musicians and entertainers going to be out there for Saturday in the Targrove Pride Festival.
0: It's going to be a good music weekend, not just food, but yes. good music weekend, because Saturday is also the Clayton Jazz Festival. This one caught my attention. It's from 3 to 9 in Carondelet Plaza, downtown Clayton. So it's a free event. They have musicians lined up all night, and they'll have food and wine available for purchase throughout the evening. That just sounds like such a lovely way to imbibe yeah. on a Saturday evening. And then on Sunday, grab your pets and head to Pooches in the Plaza
2: at Ballpark Village. It's looking like it'll be a nice weather weekend for our furry friends out there. You can go to the Together Credit Union Plaza, which is that big area right next to Bush Stadium. There'll be giveaways and a lot of fun for you and your dogs. Plus, if you're looking for a dog to take home, there will be adoptable dogs from the Humane Society of Missouri. And then if you make a donation, that will unlock drink specials, but Good thing there, that donation will also benefit the Humane Society.
0: Man, don't tempt me with another puppy. Um, (laughs) And I know I will be tempted at the Procure Marketplace for Female Brands, which is once again happening this Sunday from noon to 4 at City Foundry. This, remember at the beginning they wanted you to, have a ticket you don't have to worry about that anymore and now of course the food hall is open as well but there are going to be other you know food trucks and um, events activities and more than 40 local women-owned businesses and this sunday the theme is actually fashion and so a lot of times they have you know home goods gifts that kind of stuff the theme is fashion this year or this month which i think is going to be interesting because how many of us if we bought any new clothes at all last fall slash winter it was like sweatpants and sweat shirts Yoke and pants yeah yeah cozy things to be at home it's like refresh your wardrobe because there's so many fun things to do in st louis you want to look cute for it mm-hmm. agreed Ooh, la, la. Abby Eats St. Louis is a five-on-your-side production. I'm Abby Larico. And I'm Dory Olmos. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating and a review as well. Tag us on Instagram. We're at Abby Eats St. Louis. And if you show up at Taste of St. Louis this weekend, we will be around. Make sure you say hello and tag us in all of your Taste of St. Louis Eats as well. We want to know what you're discovering and enjoying at the festival this weekend or wherever else you wind up going. Make sure to, I don't know, pack your hand sanitizer, don't forget your mask, and have fun and seize the plate.